a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Hi, this is Ted Dunn. This is the Planet Show. Please enjoy the show. All right, welcome to this week's Million Dollar Plan. I'm Pete the Planner. That's my five-year-old son, Ted Paul Ashley, from First Person Advisors, guest co-host this yeah, week. Yeah, and I, I, I produced that. Yeah, thank you. Well, <laughs> well, wait a second. Ted, but his appearance on the segment, you're welcome. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Big fourth day Hanukkah. Happy as, Kwanzaa. As we, I believe it. We're in the four, as we record. Uh, this week on the show, we've got some... I've got some really intense emails recently, and you and I were sort of talking about it yeah. uh, this week, and I was like, why don't you come on? They're, they're more of like case studies. So why don't you come on? We'll go Hollywood Squares mm. style. I'll pose the question, and then we'll discuss the answer together. And I think it's the, the listeners, <laughs> viewers need to know, I have not been prepped in any way. I'm getting these questions cold. Sure. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I would also like to point out that I have not really read the questions either. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, Paul, if people want to find out more about you, I assume they go to Bing. <laughs> yeah, they can Bing me. Yeah. And type in Paul Ashley and see what happens. Okay. Or, yeah. or yeah. they could go to uh, firstpersonadvisors.com and learn more or on the Twitters. What's your title there? Managing Director? Managing Director, last I knew. Yeah. Good I'm also you. available on the Twitters at P.E. Ashley. That's P's and Paul, E's and Edward Ashley. You'll see a lot of pictures of my kids. All right, so let's get started. Pete and Paul, I have a financial retirement planning question for you, one that I haven't specifically seen addressed anywhere. First, yeah, in your content. yeah, I know. Well, first, our relevant information. I think we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I will be 62 in January, and my wife is 56. Good for you, sir. Lady. We are both employed, and our combined income is $170,000. Good household income. Uh, I max out uh, and have been maxing out my 401k each year, and my wife saves 15%. Saves 15%. So, so far, what we know is we can assume he is putting in $24,000 a year into his 401k because that is maxing it out. But since we don't know the split of their income, we know she saves 15, 15%, of it, but that means nothing to us. Yeah, I was okay. going to say 50% of what? I don't know. We currently have $925,000 in our 401ks and IRAs. Okay. Uh, I, we have $138,000 in cash and CDs. Do you think he means like Lionel Richie and like <laughs> Motown albums, or do you think he means certificates, certificates of deposits? Yeah, probably certificates of deposits in this case. Our net worth, not including our home, is therefore... About $1,063,000. In a few years, we will inherit about 510000 oh. which will bring our net worth to about $1,573,000. By then, assuming any reasonable market gain, our gain this year uh, over last was $216,000 from savings and investment gains. I anticipate that we will have $1.7 million. Okay, so, so far that. I'm good with this. Yeah. Although... You know, that he knows what his inheritance is going to be and no one's dead. Uh, I question that. I, I question the idea that it might not actually be the number he thinks it's going to be. That's fair. It, it could, it, ar arguably, it could be less. If he thinks it's going to be 500, but we'll continue. Our plan is for us to both work until I'm 65, which is, of course, three years from now, and uh, we will both retire. 
So that makes his wife 59 and a half at that point. So that's convenient and good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, are you good? So far, I'm good. If you're just joining us in the Million Dollar Plan, Paul Ashley is joining me. We've got a very complex email from a listener. If you want to send us a complex email, you can do it by us. I mean me. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Is this the question going towards a reverse mortgage? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you never know. Okay. At 65, I will receive two pensions. Oh, whoa, which, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. His net worth is way more than well. He said, you can't really consider the pension the net worth, worth he's, unless he's taking the lump sum. Uh, but we'll okay. But this is where it gets interesting, which will total slightly over fourteen grand per year. So there's small pensions like a, what twelve hundred bucks a month. Right, better than poking the eye. Totally. We will use our savings to support ourselves until I reach age seventy, at which time we'll both take social security. My wife will take early Social Security, either at age 62 or 64. Together, we will have $60,000 from Social Security. And with my pension, the total will be $74,000 in non-investment income. So far, so good. And guaranteed non-investment income, yeah. right? Yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, we will move to Florida. Up, we will move to Florida upon my retirement and will buy an inexpensive home, $200,000 max. I always like when people say inexpensive. It's pretty subjective, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, depends on your... Uh, with cash, and I anticipate that our living budget will be about $52,000 per year. So basically, our normal expenses will be covered by our Social Security and pension income after taxes. All right. I will uh, use my uh, RMD, my required minimum distribution, to pay any additional taxes owed, because at 70 and a half, you have to take money out of your qualified, qualified vehicles uh, to the tune of about 4% in the first year. There's a funky formula, but it's about 4%. Um uh, to deal with any medical expenses, travel, things we want to buy, and we'll reinvest the rest. Um, and I'm planning to continue to be fully invested in retirement. Wait, hold on. I skipped a line. No, anyway. Uh, I figure that there is a market downturn than my $648,000 in cash, which will be more by retirement time, should more than cover us since Social Security and pension after taxes already virtually covers us. I realize that I will have to finance out five years from age 65 to 70, which will subtract about $400,000 from our net worth between the house and living expenses, but offset by my pension, leaving us with about $1.3 million to live on. We don't anticipate leaving an inheritance to anyone. That helps. Uh, when I pass... I think he assumes dead. Yeah. People say weird things about Pat. Like when I pass. He's moved on. Where is he? Where'd he go? Did he pass gas? Maybe. My wife will get my social security, but not my pension. And we'll move maybe half of any remaining 401k IRA monies into safe money market 401k IRA accounts. Based on my year by year. We're almost done. Based on. And then we're going to be out of time. Based on my year by year (laughs) cash flow analysis. Assuming that a 1% gain in the market over all of these years, my wife should still have a net worth of about $400,000 when she's 95. My question is, by the way, I, I, he, at the very beginning he says, um, I have not seen something that has been specifically addressed anywhere. His question is, is this a workable strategy? I just want to say that no, no one has written about his particular financial situation in a major newspaper before. <laughs> so therefore, it is not something that has been specifically it's, addressed it's before. It's quite specific uh, the, with, the, with the level of detail. Okay. You know, I, I do have one concern for my man here. Yeah. But Nicole, by the way, we're going to have to send this guy the audio here in case he's not a listener of our fine program. Is that all right with you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Thank you. So... He, he gets, he's going to work until he's 65, correct? Okay, yes. Three more years. That's 75000 more he'll set away. Okay. So at age 65, his health care is good to go because he's going to go on Medicare. Yes. His wife is four years younger? 
Five she years is younger? six years younger. Six years younger. So she'll be 59 and a half. Yeah. Point earlier. <laughs> what, uh, what is the plan for her in terms of health care? Because I, I haven't heard him bring up health care once. W well, he, he said he medical health care once for medical bills as they retire. But what is she going to do from age 59 and a half to age 60? That's that five and a half years. That could arguably, even this year, be 20 grand. I mean, that could, if he hasn't accounted for that or there is no plan for that, that could. I think he's still probably okay. Yeah, but his his um, his margin there could be completely eaten up. The safety net could be completely eaten up, and he's just you know barely going to eat it out. I I think in terms of stability, I would give this plan a eight and a half or nine out of ten. Yeah, he okay. I shouldn't say he clearly did not account for health care, but he didn't mention it, and and it is. One of the biggest factors, even if, if, if it was listed, it would be one of the biggest factors here, but it's not listed. All right. Now, maybe the assumption is, and he didn't say this yes or no, that his wife will continue to work. Uh, he said, our plan is for us to both work until I'm 65, and then yeah. we will both retire. So, I right. mean, they're talking about six years of funding her health care in the midst of not knowing what health care looks like at all. Very, Nicole, how, very how, volatile how, uh, how many minutes are we in this segment? I, I, have, I didn't even keep track. You are at almost nine minutes. Well, half of it was reading the email. Well, it was a good email. So, okay. So, f f I think this guy's fine. I think he needs to account for health care. One thing that she may consider doing is working at least a couple years longer than him. Mm -hmm. uh, just so, so she can... shrink the gap. Yeah. I wonder who... I, ass I assume the coverage is through him? Probably. Uh, but it sounds like she's working full-time. I mean, she has to be working full-time because she qualifies for... Her retirement plan. Yeah. She puts fifteen percent into it. So she's if she if she she is benefits eligible. Yeah. And if her employer offers health care benefits, she could take that at some point if she continues to work. Do you like the rest of the strategy though, using uh, cash and investments to get to seventy and a half, so they have a strong or a bigger uh, social security income? I think you're splitting hairs there. I don't I mean I haven't run the numbers of you know taking distributions when you're first eligible at sixty two versus sixty five <laughs> versus sixty seven versus you know when you're yeah. required to. I mean obviously you make more money. Yeah, so that's a big financial planning thing, like when to take it. I would say this if if they're very healthy and and I'm gonna make a really dumb statement, another one. For a couple where there's a six year age gap, oftentimes the older person, can be healthier and live a younger lifestyle to the level of the 56 year old in mm -hmm. this case. If they're, if they're healthy, um, that's a great strategy. Mm -hmm. If there is, their health is in question or there's a major family history of early passing, then, then it's not that great of a strategy. Right, because you want to get your money back from Social Security as quickly as possible. Yeah, I like this. That's good works. He's assuming a 1% growth rate. Super conservative. Uber conservative. Oh, to the point where we just saw the Fed this week uh, gave inflation projections, which then creeped to about 2% in the next two years. So they would be getting outpaced by inflation if you're earning 1%. You always want to outpace inflation or you are losing buying power, which is an aggressive thing to do. That sounds silly, but it's aggressive yeah. to lose buying power. Well, and the other thing too, is I think about the, the time period he's talking about here. I mean, you know, I, I follow a macro economist, uh, Alan Bolyeu, and he doesn't predict the market. He's you name dropping Bolyeu? Bolyeu. Okay. Um, and you know, they're, they're, they're predicting a, a technical recession in 19 and then the roaring 20s. So for him to only assume he's going to get When you say, what do you mean by that? Roaring 20s, yeah. economic expansion in the 20s. Okay, Ro okay. as in, okay. As in the yeah. roaring 20s. Now, yes. the other part of the story is what happens after the roaring 20s? Uh, Great Depression. Right. Yeah. So, but, but for him to assume a 1% rate of return for the next 12 years, I think, based on what you hear macroeconomists talk about, seems a little low. Um, but if there's a massive downturn, then, you know, that's 
something to think about. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. I'm with Paul Ashley, uh, manager director of uh, <laughs> managing director, first person advisors, friend of the show. Um, we should be drinking wine or bourbon or something. I mean, but we're healthy. We're. I know. I did my liver detox a couple weeks ago. You're doing this. I'm very healthy. Yeah. 38 days in a row of uh, 30 minutes of exercise. Thank you for that. All right, coming up after the break, more of us. Here in the Million Dollar Plan, uh, we are Pete and Paul the Planners. Stop what you're doing! Lock on! And hit Pete up on Twitter at Pete the Planner. Primo B, man. Never question the right of any man. The voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflaged by the scenery, but I'm a champion. Revamp the camp again. Back on Million Dollar Plan, I'm Pete the Planner. Paul the... I don't know. Advisor? Sure. Paul's here. Director. Paul Ashley, friend of the show, just co hosting. We're not talking healthcare necessarily. Although the first thing you brought up on the show was healthcare. Well, it, it was the missing link in his plan. Yeah, you're the missing link. <laughs> well, you ape. There's some, there's I'm sorry, it's too easy. Uh, we're just answering really hard emails this week. Yeah. Like really long, involved emails. This one came in from my USA Today column. Uh, a guy's name's Pat. Uh, or Pat. maybe it's a lady named Pat. No, it's a lady. Oh, I don't, who knows? Because it says my husband and I, but you never know these days. Well, no. Man, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Here we go. You made it weird. My, I did. I didn't mean to. My husband and I, I'm playing her now, or him. Gah. They. My husband and I are in our middle 70s. Oh, all right. Probably her. Have lived a financially comfortable life, taking a nice family vacation, putting our children through college loan-free, and funding weddings. We retired on time from our jobs, knowing that we had saved for a comfortable but not luxurious mm. retirement. I don't like the word luxurious. Mm. We even have an excellent long-term care policy, should we need it. Rare. We know that we will not financially burden our children. We are now seven years in, and a similarly aged sibling is about to run completely out of money other than a quite modest Social Security payment. So those oh. falling along at home... So one of the couples here, they got a sibling, like an elderly sibling who's not doing well. Yeah. This person was never good with money. Was It's because I wasn't around back then. Oh, sorry. Was bailed out by parents several times. Eventually, the relative's resources were pooled with a now deceased partner. We were all shocked when the partner died without a will and our relative got nothing. I'm sorry. I just seemed like I needed to say it that way. Dramatic. From the results of their shared finances. While the relative is financially stressed and receives modest food stamps, it's usually go, people say food stamps, but I said food stamps. I had never thought about it, but you're right. That you can say it any way you want. How about food stamps? That seems condescending. Health, while not good, does not fit the criteria for eligibility for Medicaid help with living expenses, rent waiver for assisted living, or skilled nursing. We are stuck in an ethical and emotional conundrum. I would agree. Yeah, we tough. know we are not legally obligated, required to subsidize, but one of us feels. Oh. The one of us feels? Yeah, did you catch that? Yes. Who's the one of us? But one of us feels. Yeah, that's the writer of the email is not the one who feels that, by the I way. I don't know. I will see. But one of us feels a moral obligation to do so. 
We are already uh, and have uh, financial and medical power of attorneys and have been managing bill pain for a few years, forcing the relative to live more modestly than that relative would have done independently. So that money would be long gone by now. So that makes sense. That's that makes yeah, sense that so far. That seems like a good move. Supplementing the relative's uh, Social Security now, uh, virtually making this relative our financial dependent, would require one of two things from us. One of us would need to go back to work part time. Or we would need to sell our home, move to a mortgageless place, and begin to spend down its substantial equity. Frankly, we had always seen that equity as something to leave toward our several grandchildren's education funds. We see no other options, do you? Please offer your insight to help us make a good decision and do not put this on the radio. I'm just kidding, I made the last part. I made the last part. <laughs> I got weird. Okay, so what, what do you think? Uh, I that is a conundrum. Okay, right? so usually what we get on these is the an adult child. Like yeah. the, the the This is a peer age sibling yeah. of a retired yeah, siblings. 70, Do you have siblings? A now only child. Yeah. Amy and I are both only child. That makes children. sense now. Sure. How about two only children get married and then have five children? There's something for you. It's a whole other radio show. I don't I don't think it's that interesting. Okay. So what do you think about this? <sighs> So it's easy for me to look at this completely unemotional. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, like without any yeah. attachment. If you look at it purely from the math of it, it's a horrible idea for them to completely go against everything they've saved, planned, dreamed, and helped An entire for. career of, of An entire life. Yeah. Right? And they, it's not like they don't have a plan for this money. Yeah. They have a plan to support the next generation or to skip generations in terms sure. of their education. And so they're, I don't know that, I don't know that they truly understand the emotional toil they will create for themselves, the cost of that, the emotional cost of giving up that dream by doing what they feel. I think they do realize that, but you don't. You don't. You think. I think they, they can't under, begin. To I don't. Under. I think they've underestimated the, the the anger and pain and resentment. What if they're more mature and, and than and, you and I? Than you and I. Well, like, that's likely true. Okay, but think fair. about. I was talking about this in an interview the other day. Think of yourself 15 years ago and how much uh, you've matured in terms of relationships and things like that, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 maybe this is a better question for your wife. Yeah, she certainly has. Yeah. Um, so imagine when you're this mature, right? <laughs> you're 70-something. I mean, do you think of it differently? You might, I, I guess. And you can't take it with you, but their intent is not to live lavishly and take it with them. I mean, they're talking about, they're talking about selling a house that they don't want to sell. Just, Let me play devil's advocate. That's devil with a B. My okay. old friend Rusty Redenbacher likes to say devil. devil. Um, so they're leaving the money to the grandchildren who arguably don't need it. We don't know that. But I, I think they, if they need it and now they they'd give it to them. The problem's not about the grandchildren. Now the problem's about leaving money to kids who don't necessarily need it. Do they need it for college? Yes. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Uh, yeah, arguably they need it for college. But what they're saying is, on some level, they are saving the money for someone who doesn't need it instead of giving it to someone who needs it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, there's, there's, a, there is, you know, there's another question I have for them, which is sort of, what is your faith tradition, right? Because if, you know, if, if, they, if they're Christians, sure. you know, don't store up on earth are you quoting biblical verses? Yeah, on my I mean, show? you know, what what is that? Treasures in heaven versus storing up on earth, where moth Paul? and rust like, can destroy. Uh, the book of Paul. It's the book of Pablo, and you know, I, I, 
I mean, there's certainly things that, I don't know, man. That's tough. Welcome I, so to my is, world. Is there a How way, does that feel? Is there a way that they don't have to make a massive move, like sell the house, where they can do just a little? It, it seems, it's, it seems it's, all or nothing. Right. There. It seems that that level of income this person has, even a little more a month, could make a huge difference. Yeah. You know, even it's two, 250 more a month, 500 more a month, does that really require them to sell their house and give up the college savings opportunity for their grandchildren? Okay. Is there a, is there a compromise? Is the, is the relative living with them? No, but it didn't sound like it. Yeah. It sounded like the relative is, uh, they're in control of their bills and finances. Couldn't the relative come live with them? That would be a solution. But I is mean, that worse? I don't better? know. I mean, here's the thing. We're not going to give this person a set answer because I don't know. Because I mean, there's the, no set answer. The only it's answer really I give hard. is don't underestimate the, the, the emotional cost of choosing to do what they believe or one of them believes is a moral obligation. So... Our friend just texted me back that we were texting during the break. No. Distracted now. Yes, fair enough. Um, I don't know, man. I, I got to think that's got to be part of the solution. That if they're serious about helping them and it's not just the feeling like they should help them, then cohabitating could make some sense. The other thing I would say is it sounds like they're not Maybe. in agreement, right? One of us Yeah, feels, that's okay? a big thing. Here's the other thing. If it's not heck yes for both of them, yeah. it needs to be heck no until it is. Because that could literally drive a wedge between their marriage. And that would be terrible. Especially this late in the game. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe you don't want to go out and find another spouse. you got to side with your spouse. Have to. Until, until it's, it's, until it's a heck think, yes. Do you think the, the letter writer is the person that wants to help or the letter writer is the person that's like, they made their own bed, they got to lie in it? Hard to tell from the language. I, I don't know. I'm going to go back to this line. Uh, we us. know we are not legally obligated, required to subsidize, but one of us feels a moral obligation to do so. I think the letter writer is the person that wants to help. And I think the other person does not. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter whatsoever. No. That's hard. That's a tough spot. That's a real tough Good spot. Lord. Now, if it was an adult child, I would almost, who has earning potential, yeah. I would just say, no way, this is ridiculous. Quit enabling. Okay, let's, let's take another approach here. What would happen if they didn't help? Well, I mean, it sounds like this, this individual lives very sparsely. They do, but also, for some reason, I'm getting, and may, I don't listen to myself when I read, I feel like they were making suboptimal decisions, though. Too. Right. right. Like it, continuing it, to. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they married someone. They failed to have a financial protection of a will. I mean, that's tough. You know, what, make your bed, you have to lie in it. All right, what would you do? What would I do? Yeah, you and I are married. Oh. You're Pat. Okay. And, and uh, oh. my sibling, because you don't have any. Ooh. What would you do? Um, I, I would do nothing until we had absolute agreement. I wouldn't try to convince you of anything if you were the one who wanted to do it, and I didn't. I mean, it, I would say this is a heck no until we're both a heck yes. That's where I'd start. This is tough. I, I, I feel like I, I'm a tough love person. <laughs> like, I really am. Like, I, I feel, but it's always like, what lesson can be learned? And at that point, is it just a punitive lesson? This person's already... There's nothing this person can anyway. learn. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing that this relative can learn. But I also, it's like, are you going to go down with the same? This is like a Sophie's choice, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. What about, well, I, the other question I have is, can this, can this person not work? 
It doesn't sound like it. No, they they've got medical issues. Oh, okay. they're, they're they're of similar age. They're in their seventies. They're not a lot of hiring in the seventies. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna just I gotta have an I have to answer this because it's I don't like sitting show, on the fence. So, yeah, so I'm gonna show. answer. Oh man. So if you're gonna disagree with what I'm about to say, email me ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com, or if you're on Twitter, at PeteThePlanner, tell me that I'm wrong, if you think so. Subject line, Pete's wrong. Subject line, Pete's wrong, on the radio. I, I don't think they should help. I'm, I'm with you. Man, we are terrible people. Uh, I hope I never need you. Well, I certainly don't <laughs> want to need you. Uh, I don't know if I would help. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I would. You're waffling. But well, here's the thing. Okay, here, okay. I'm trying to think of myself as this 70-year-old person, but I'm thinking of it when I'm 70, and I think of the resources I'd have. That's what's in my head. This person doesn't have a tremendous amount of resources. They, they have, have a, a modest retirement. They've done well. They've planned well for what they needed. They didn't expect to have a outside event come in. And, and they either got to sell their home right. or one of them would have to go back to work. No. So someone else, no. No. If those are the options presented to no us. No way. No. But if there's a different solution that's more modest, that doesn't require massive change, Man. maybe. Nicole, what would you do? What, what would you do? I, oh, I wouldn't help them. I don't know. It's that so makes uncomfortable. Me feel, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It makes me feel like such a terrible person. Well, but well there's three terrible people. That's right. <laughs> so where, where there's three, the Lord will gather? Wait, is that what it is? Two or more. I know it knows. Okay. Yeah. All right. Coming up after the break, we're going to show further callousness. <laughs> right here on the Million Dollar Plan. I'm Pete the Planner. Axe hand on the beat. Yes, sir. Glass house. Yes, sir. Mr. Kinetic, Rusty Redenbacher. ATFU. Naptown. Cashing in like the end of the game at the casino. I lean so the glare of the rear view don't hit me. Swiftly through the avenues and boulevards. Old soul playing on my speakers. Old soul but young and age of lost player. Not from the Himalayas, but my fam. Back on the Million Dollar Plan, the Peter, Paul, and... Nicole, can you be Mary for this episode? Yeah, that feels right. Did your parents ever make you listen to Peter, Paul, and Mary when you were a kid? No, they didn't. Oh, man. It, my that? parents did. Can we get that for some of the bumper music on the uh, way? Uh, yeah. So whoever's producing my show this week, get some Peter, Paul, and Mary bumper music. Maybe some Puff the Magic Dragon. Yes. Which is not a reference about a dragon, I don't no, think. No, I, I don't think that's for the demo, especially with sort of the cannabis laws going on in the state yeah. of Indiana right yeah, exactly. now. Exactly. Next email. Paul's here. We're answering tough email this week. These are these have been difficult. The first one difficult. wasn't that difficult. Yeah, no. The second one was awful. And and I think both Peter, Paul, and Mary... Yeah. Um, we feel pretty callous about our answer, but I think our answer's right. Anyway. I mean, it's the, it's the old, if we can continue from the last segment, I would do anything to help you. And what we're saying, quite frankly, is this person would not do anything to help that person. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, not in this case. Not with the circumstances involved. All right, I let's be callous that, on yeah, another Yeah, let's move email. on. Okay, hi, Pete. My story of going from rags to riches to rags again ain't oh, pretty. Man. So I won't bore you with the gory details. Although, two things to note. Number one, I like gory details. Mm. Number two, email or emailed this in Comic Sans. That's gory. The font 
Comic Sans. Can you see that? Pop them. And like 18-point Comic Sans, Ooh. which I appreciate because I'm now 40. You're an old man. You've been there. Uh, fast forward to now. I'm 70. I live in Mexico. Two years permanent. Si es muy bueno. Uh, I might see them there in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My overhead is cheap. My income is only Social Security of $1,400 a month American. I, I add the American part. I assume they're not getting paid in pesos. I can put away 140 per month. That is my goal, 10%. I must leave something for my kids. Otherwise, I'm be so re- I'd be so regretful and remorseful and embarrassed when I pass. All these people are passing. Here's a, I got an idea. Do you think pass, passing is a generational word? I think it is. What do, what do you think? The other side. What's your idea? He can take his 140 and yeah. pay it to the other couple's sister, <laughs> or wait, wait, these people don't know each other. Doesn't matter. Wait, this is a love connection. But there's a lot of passing going there's on There's a here. lot of passing. It's like the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Let's say I live 10 more years. What the heck should I put my money into oh. so I'll leave them a little something when I pass? Nicole, are you com- Nicole, are you comfortable with all this passing? No, and well, Comic Sans on top of it. <laughs> when people pass, I mean, uh, do people just not say when I'm dead? Is that yeah, the problem? That I'm, seems very permanent. Pass is like passing to the other side. I don't know. What do you? I mean, Nicole, if you ever talk about that event, do you, what do you say? You, do you say dead? You say Pat. You're too young to even think about it. I try not. I I say post retirement. (laughs) 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 What do you say, Pablo? When I die, when I pass away, when I pass away, I'm comfortable with that thought. When I die, I mean, I'm going to die at some point. When you pass? I think I've said when I pass away, but I never say when I pass. Pass to what? How about when I'm gone? When I'm gone? It could just. When I'm dead and gone. Well, gone could just be like, I moved to Mexico. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um,. Any help or advice would be greatly appreciated. Happy holidays. Here's an idea. Yeah. Is he in good health? I don't know if this is it's a woman. Ish. Okay. I think. I don't even know anymore. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't. Right. Hey, what, what about some... Uh, life uh, insurance? Yeah, some whole life insurance. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, hold on a second. It's more sold than bought. So would you agree that this person lives okay now? It sounds like it. My overhead is cheap. My income is only 1400 a month. Okay, so that seems sustainable, and they're able to put 10% back, which is, even though it's only 140 bucks, that's good, the fact that they can put 10% back. But well, don't you think this is really not about money? This is about, not even love, it's about personal pride. shame. Pride. It's about pride. <laughs> well, it's pride, but they, they feel shame because yeah. they went back to rags. Yeah, well, they had rags, riches, rags. But when you think the kids know that? Absolutely have to know it. They might not. Maybe that's why the person fled to Mexico. Mm. I have questions for he or she. Well, ask him. I'll act like they're, I'll be, uh, it's a woman. I'll use, it's a 70-year-old woman. Let me get my 70-year-old woman voice. Okay, it's dialed in. Ask away. So, Beatrice, tell me about why you moved to Mexico. Well, <laughs> I love chimichangas. <laughs> and my friend Marie used to make the best salsa. So I went to Mexico because I only had $1,400 a month in Social Security. And Mexico is inexpensive because <laughs> you can get a lot more pesos. <laughs> what other questions do you have? Are you worried about the border wall that's going to be built by the Trump administration? That's how I get back over. So I hope they don't build a wall. That's how I throw my $140 to my ch- children on the other side. 
<laughs> no, I'm seriously sorry. I'm done asking. Beatrice is creeping me out. I want Peter back. Um, Adios. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Sorry. sorry. You channeled your inner Beatrice there. Thank that was you. awesome. Thank you. Um, Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. How do you... Clearly, it's about pride and shame, but they're, reser they're resigned to the fact that they want to leave something for the next generations. What do you do? To <sighs> Man, that's where he gets into like, uh, well, these are my wishes. Well, who, your wishes may be not practical. Well, why don't... You What's meaningful for the next generation? Education? Dump it into a 529 and call it a day. But, but she's a 70-year-old woman. She, her kids aren't 15, unless can she, she was on Oprah. She can, she can and she'd probably have money. Can, could you, can, you can fund a 529 for the next generation. She's not interested in that. She wants to leave it for her kids, not her grandkids. Well, but don't her kids have children? How would I know that? I'm not, I'm not actually You made up woman. a reason why she moved to Mexico. That was a good reason. It was a great reason. Chimichungas are I love chimichungas. Good. I can't even anymore, though, because yeah. they're fried. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, her wishes are she wants to leave kids. So we can either argue the point that she, money to her kids. We can either argue that she should or shouldn't do that. Or we can tell her the best thing on how to magnify her money. All right. So there are two options. I, $140 over a, a ten, over a month, over a 10-year period, isn't going to amount to... Why 10 years? You think she's she dead at 80? Years? She's 70. Didn't, I thought... I, oh, let's say I live 10 more years. That's right. I'm not you listen this. pretty well. You're making up facts about Beatrice and her chimichangas, and I'm actually listening to the she, I believe she implied the chimichanga part. You're right. It's in the font. Yeah. Um, I, what's going to happen 10 I, years, 140 bucks a month? N not much. I mean, it's $140,000, uh, put to some interest. I mean, uh, I guess I have that calculator. You want me to figure it out? I mean, I think the listeners want to know what if they're trying to save 140? I don't My, my mother is the listener and I don't know if she particularly cares. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Let me look that up. All right. So go ahead. You continue with your okay, point. Okay. So arguably 140 isn't like a massive movement of money, 140 okay. a month over 10 years. Right. But if she wants to make it be something, I mean, you can't take too much risk in the market. No, because what if, if her reality changes? And it will as she gets older, by the way. Right. Um, all right, so what percent do you want to have this grow at? Let's go conservative. Did Let's I say $140,000? That was way high. What in the world was I, I talking I, about? I don't know. Oh, man, that's not good. I'm going to do 5%. Yeah, I was going to say 5%. Why did I say $140,000? Well, ten, 10 times... Uh, 1400 14, times yeah. 10 is 14,000. Okay. So it's actually t at 5% is 21,739. Why? I can't believe I said 100. I apologize to everyone that just turned off the show. Wow. We didn't hear the apology. So yeah. enjoy something else. Yeah. 21,739. I mean, it seems. How many kids? Is she said kids, right, plural. Yeah. Oh, she has two kids. Divide that in half. Who? I mean, 10, 5. I mean, if they're, you know, better than a cast iron pig. Yeah, well, although that's nice. The it's about her pride, Beatrice's pride. Go just buy a bunch of chimichangas over, like get an extra chimichanga. I don't know what I would do here. I mean, I, okay, so the answer is what she should do. I mean, if she wants to to do something like municipal bonds or. She could do a money market account, but she's not getting much rate of return. An annuity, I think, would be a mistake because it could get locked up and she would yeah. want the money. Um, what if she, to leave a legacy, mm -hmm. donated the money to a charity that her kids loved each month? That's cute, but I don't think... I'm trying to be cute here. Well, I don't think that would work here. Why? Um, because she'd be regretful, remorseful, and embarrassed when she passes, she said. I, I mean... 
leaving twenty one thousand dollars. But but it's relative. She makes fourteen hundred a month. Maybe I was doing fourteen hundred a month times ten. Yeah, that feels. Like I'm so upset money. that I did such bad math. All right, we gotta take a break. So here's our advice. What's our advice? Maybe a money market account, but it's not gonna earn you much, and you shouldn't take much risk anyway. I'm sorry. That was such a bad answer. Appreciate the font, though. Coming up after the break, biggest waste of money of the week, and that's probably it. I'm Pete the Planner. This is The Million Dollar Plan. Day, living through the peace of my soul, I remain whole even in the middle of the pain. Even though my life has the rain, I still remain sane, writing and creating for my life. And my pen is my sword given by the Lord, and I use it to fight the tides of restriction. Sometimes I'm conflicted by myself looking at the trees too much and can't see the forest. Enemies shall inherit the earth, and I want to inherit something, something other than the high blood pressure and diabetes. So work is what I gotta do. Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. This lays great errors to rest. Let me remain calm. Back on the Million Dollar Plan with Pete the Planner. Paul Ashley texting, joining me in a guest uh, co-hosting the show. Uh, this week, The pay is good. Yeah. This week's uh, biggest waste of money of the week, the Haglofts V-Series down jacket. The V-Series from Haglofts might be the toughest down jacket in the world. How can down be tough? That's because it's constructed using Dyneema, a high-tech fabric made from the strongest fiber on earth. I I caught a bad case of Dyneema in college. It's also windproof and lightweight, but remains breathable despite a 900 power fill goose down Ideal for situations where a regular down jacket could be damaged. The V-Series is a limited edition and available in two colorways. What colors? White and goose white? I don't know. It's 1300 bucks. What? For a down jacket. I thought paying uh, for my, uh, whatever that is, uh, North Face down jacket, $120 was ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I want to have a t-shirt that has a <laughs> goose on it that just says, are you down? <laughs> you like that? Uh, let's and then on the back it say let's pate. That's pretty good too. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. It's been my pleasure. Really, I, I liked I really it. Enjoyed. Maybe people will like this episode. If, if they you like, like it, if you liked this, then you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, let's not call our listener an idiot. <laughs> uh, go to at Pete the Planner on Twitter and say I liked it. And if you didn't. Say I didn't like it, and then also tag P.E. Ashley yeah. uh, on and Twitter. Yeah, feel bad. Or email me, ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Uh, I had subject line, I liked it, or I didn't like it. That's all we have time for on this week's show. Uh, next time we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll do a show next week. It'll be the uh, Christmas Eve. Ooh. Christmas Eve. So maybe we'll do a little reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Feliz Navidad. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Reminding you, as always, send you good vibes, because good vibes are all that I have in the budget. This is Pete the Planner. It's a million dollar plan. If you want to be on this podcast, have Pete fix your money like then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial devisor.
Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, Salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, adjourn. and beats I burn. This I adjourn, and beats I burn. Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?